and welcome to the show. HSG News is a podcast where we have multiple reporters reporting on one certain subject each month, or once a week if it's urgent news. There's just one thing that's different about this news program than most news programs. Our reporters are kids. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Now, on with the show. Our first reporter this evening will be Lila Howard on Wildfires. My name is Lila Howard, and this week I'm reporting on the forest fires in Brazil. Wildfires have been burning through the Amazon rainforest since the beginning of 2020, ravaging the ecosystem, although most non-Brazilians have been so focused on the worldwide outbreak of COVID-19 that they have overlooked them. The layer of mycorrhizal is becoming damaged by the heat. Mycorrhizal is a fungus beneath the forest floor that distributes nutrients to trees and undergrowth and is vital for the survival of many plants and therefore animals. The wildfires are greatly endangering a balanced ecosystem, threatening one of our Earth's biggest lungs. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro claimed earlier in the year that there were no fires and that the rainforest could not burn, inviting some of the leaders of neighboring countries to fly over the forest to prove it. But the Amazonian trees are so tall that they cover all evidence of the fires, rendering them invisible from aerial view. More recently, Bolsonaro blamed the fires he had previously declared non-existent to be Amazonian farmers' fault. These farmers want to expand their land, but the rainforest is losing trees to agricultural deforesting each year. It's lost over 17% of its original span by this practice. In 2020 alone, 7,861 square miles of forest have been burned down from January through August, an area bigger than New Jersey. The world needs to do something about this, but what? That remains the largest question. To find out more, come back next week to hear about the wildfires in Australia. If you would like to know more details about the fires in Brazil, you can read about them at newyorktimes.com or cnn.com. Are you going to do one of these for the wildfire fires in California? That's a good question. I haven't decided yet, although it's still a possibility. My original goal was to just do Brazil and Australia. About how many is 70% of Brazil's trees? How many trees is that? That was 17%, luckily, not 70%. That would be very bad. But I am not sure how many trees that is, although that's a good question. Our next reporter this evening will be Greta Ramsey, reporting on the U.S. 2020 presidential election. with a short look at the exciting developments in this year's presidential election. 
President Trump debated with Joe Biden last week in a contentious and loud production, different than any other debate ever. Late last week, President Trump announced he is sick with coronavirus. Joe Biden has remained virus-free, but after the shouting in close quarters without masks that occurred during last week's debate, we are unsure if Joe Biden will show infection in the coming days. The illness of our president has clouded any discussions of policy issues that are usually hashed out in these weeks before the election. Tonight, Vice President Mike Pence of Indiana debates Biden's running mate, Kamala Harris of California. In the past, vice presidential debates have focused on promoting the presidential candidate's positions without too much consideration of the positions and records of vice presidential candidates. However, this debate is expected to be a diff- bit different. Because of the advanced ages of the presidential candidates, the ro- relatively youthful vice presidential candidates likely expect to remain in political political service for much longer than their running mate. This debate may be a view into what to expect from leading politicians for both the Democratic and Republican parties. In my last podcast, I discussed the battleground state of Florida. A battleground state is one that could go for either candidate and are usually states with a large number of electoral votes up for grabs. These states are the focus of campaigning because they can really sway election results. Today, I will discuss the bellwether county in our own state of Indiana. Not a battleground, but a bellwether. A bellwether county's voting result can predict the final result of the election. Vigo County, Indiana, which includes the city of Terre Haute, is the only county in the entire United States that has correctly predicted the winner of the presidential elections since 1956. Vigo County is currently leaning toward Trump, even though Biden shows a great lead in nationwide polls. Let's watch Vigo County to see if it remains a bellwether. This 2020 election might end its status as such. Some sources I consulted are nytimes.com, foxnews.com, and npr.org. Our third and final reporter for this evening will be Forrest Ramsey reporting on outer space. Hello, I'm Forrest Ramsey with an update on this month's Blue Moon and the 2020 Nobel Prize in Physics. This month, on October 1st, we had October 1st full moon. Also this month, on October 31st, we will have this October 2nd full moon. The second full moon that occurs in a given month is commonly known as a blue moon. Because a full moon occurs about every 29 and a half days, it is rare but not impossible for a month to contain more than one full moon. When will we get to have a blue moon this month on Halloween? There is one month that can never have a blue moon. Which one? Another exciting occurrence, one that happens every October, is the award of the Nobel Prizes. The Nobel Committee awards prizes in medicine, physics, chemistry, literature, peace, and economic sciences. 
a 2020 Nobel Prize in Physics was awarded to three people. Roger Penrose of the University of Oxford in England. Reinhard Ginzel of the Max Planck Institute in Germany and a professor at the University of California, Berkeley, and Andrea Gaze of the University of California, Los Angeles. Half of the award was given to Dr. Penrose, who worked with late physicist Stephen Hawking to merge Einstein's theory of real A to uh, T with with quantum theory to suggest that space and time's beginning originated with the Big Bang and ends in black holes. The other half of the award is shared by Dr. Genzel and Gaze, who share who showed that a supermassive black hole is most likely governor of the orbits of stars at the center of our galaxy. We look forward to for hearing the reaction by the Nobel Committee of other great can birth to knowledge and society in our current world. My sources include CNN.com, NobelPrize.org, and EarthSky.org. Um, how does a blue moon happen? It's because every 20, about every 29 and a half days, there's a full moon, but months, the way days are spread out, May isn't very likely to have a blue moon, but October is most likely to have one. And because the, the moon, as it goes around the Earth, different parts of it bounce, the sun bounces off different parts of it, so we see different parts of it. Well, now the show's done. Thank you for listening. And if you want to support us, please leave a five-star review on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our reporters tonight were Lila Howard on wildfires, Greta Ramsey on the U.S. 2020 presidential election, and Forrest Ramsey covering outer space. HSG News' podcast editor is Nehemiah McSpadden, with music by Lila Howard. <laughs>